0: Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Okay, Drop the Subject with Allie and Justin Martindale. And all morning we've been talking about uh, Harvey Weinstein. The verdict has finally come in after many days of deliberation. And we have the pleasure of having on the phone Lauren Savon, who is a TV journalist, and she is one of the first to ever go on national television and publicly accuse Harvey Weinstein of assault. And uh, Lauren, how are you doing? How, how is everybody feeling after this verdict? Are you happy? I mean, obviously, a lot of people don't feel like it's enough, but what are the emotions that are going through you right now?
1: Oh, so happy, so happy, so relieved. Look, um, yeah, he, you know, didn't, we didn't get a guilty bit of some of the toughest charges against him, but this was such a tough legal battle. All of us, you know, all of the women that came forward, we, we talked to each other all the time. We're on right. email threads, we text each other. Um, we were all just kind of holding our breath and really bracing for the worst here. And and we're just so grateful and relieved that the jury saw through all of his BS and, yeah, and yeah, convicted yeah. him on two counts. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hi, Lauren.
1: It's Justin. I love you so much. Hi. <laughs> it's so good to talk to you guys. I'm, I know. I'm so grateful that you reached out because I'm I'm big fans of yours, and this is a really great day. I'm I'm really happy. Many of us are really happy. We're all like a bit emotional because it's been a long two years. Yeah. Um, but this is a game changer. It really is because you know, we saw it in the Cosby case, you can't just victim shame and expect to get your client off. It doesn't work anymore. Right. And that's huge.
0: Yeah. I mean, I know that there was there a lot, big part of their defense was they were, you know, saying that this was consensual. Mm-hmm. And I think what it was important for the prosecution to prove was that even if someone's, not fit, saying no verbally, it doesn't mean that they're not being coerced in some way indirectly. And right. I think that it's really important that they still – that that still came through seemingly.
1: Right. Absolutely. That's huge. Um, you know, he claimed that this was all consensual and and the jury did not buy it because of, um, you know, because of the lengths he's taken really to manipulate, coerce, um, you know – destroy the reputations of many of these women. Not all of that came out in court. But the truth is there's no perfect victim when it comes to these types of cases. You know, the fact that many of them kept in touch with him, that they continued to have meetings with him, it was a lot of blurred lines here. And I'm just really grateful that a crime is a crime. Yeah. No matter how these victims behaved afterwards.
0: Well, and I just feel like it's so obvious now that
1: like when while he's going on trial, at least to me, he's he's playing the victim of like, oh, poor me. And oh, I yeah. need This Walker. And I, I can't, know there's I no have to accountability. The
0: rail. Right. And uh,
1: it's just like, oh, come on, dude. <laughs> totally.
0: you know, I that's mean- just
1: me. And uh, so he goes. So this was in New York. So now he has to face trial in Los Angeles. Is that correct? Correct. So that's the good news here. We were really worried that he might get off in New York. And so our one saving grace was that he would have to face a whole new trial in Los Angeles. Um, and I, I don't know when that might happen, probably in the fall. But it, the good news is he went straight to jail. He's sitting in Rikers Island now. I, I, I can't even tell you what that means to many of us because we really never thought we'd see this day come. He was such a huge, powerful man in Hollywood. Who you know was never told no by right. the people that he worked with, and and wouldn't take no for an answer from any of these victims. So, to see him in jail, that's it's a huge victory. It really is.
0: Yeah, especially Rikers. That's not a good one. Mm. Have you talked to Have you talked to Jessica Mann or Mimi Haley or any of the people who testified? I mean, I know that he was he was. Uh, he was uh, guilty of third-degree rape in the case of Jessica Mann, yeah. guilty of first-degree criminal sexual assault in the case of Mimi Haley. Uh, have you talked to either of them? And then have you also – have you talked to Annabella Sciora or any of the others that have testified?
1: I haven't talked to them personally. Um, the, the three women you mentioned I have not talked to personally. I have um, talked to Don Dunning, which was one of the women who testified against him. She was sexually assaulted by him. Um, just – tremendous bravery by all of these women i mean you saw it was gut-wrenching to watch them just taken apart on the stand by his defense attorneys you know alleging that basically they were liars they were trying to manipulate him they were just you know after to get something out of him i mean it was really tough to watch and you see why more women don't come forward because it's not fun at all so uh huge debt of gratitude for them Mm -hmm. speaking
0: of coming forward i mean it must have taken so much courage and bravery for you to come forward you're one of the first people who did so so what was television yeah (laughs) Yeah. so what was the deciding factor for you what was the this what was the line that finally was crossed that said you know what this is important i need to do this
1: do you know what i this wasn't what happened to me happened 10 years ago in a restaurant i was like accidentally sat next to him at a dinner i'd never met him before he seemed lovely and nice and was charming Not creepy at all. You know, we talked about work. We talked about history and politics. And so when he kind of asked me to come check out the kitchen because he owned the place, there were no red flags. And so I followed him down there and, you know, turned into an audience for his masturbation, which was crazy to me. But it it wasn't like I was there to get a job from him. It wasn't like I needed something from him. It was just this awful thing that happened to me. Whereas yeah. so many of the other women, it was truly traumatic. It was the make or break moment of their careers. Yeah. And and luckily I didn't have to go through that. So when I came forward, it was because he came out and called the women liars. He called, you know, Rose McGowan and Ashley Judd. He said they were lying. They were just bitter actresses. And I knew that wasn't true because of what happened to me. So, I kind of just came out to validate their stories. Never in a million years that I think we'd end up here, but That's I'm right. so glad we did because, you know, back then when I came out, I had no idea there were over a hundred victims.
0: Mm-hmm. Lauren, I, I wish we had all day to talk to I you, know. but where, but, um, I, please go celebrate today. And also, where can people <laughs> follow you and just kind of keep up with what you've got going on?
1: Sure, I'm. Uh, I'm on Twitter. My name Lauren Savan, and then I'm on Instagram. It's idiot is and <laughs> and yeah, you should best. also follow um no longer silent is also um a hashtag and a and a handle because many of us um you know we call ourselves now the silence breakers because we came forward and many of us are on there and and sharing our own personal stories about this and it's just a really good day it's a victory it really is so thank you guys so much for, course, for letting me come on course. here and talk about it. yeah i thank had you. to reach out
0: yeah thank you lauren you're welcome <laughs> on the show anytime
1: good to talk to you guys too
0: Drop the subject, the new Channel Q.